The Sample Axis, administered by Boyga Nelson. Yeah, You're listening to the Sample Axis podcast. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome back to Sample Axis podcast episode 47. This is special. So once in a while, we go back in time. Something not really sample related, just to talk about some very special people who belong to the same era that we go back to to talk about old Nigerian music. You must have heard about Today Nightingale, sometime about Lydia the Sisters, sometime about, you know, Wally Thompson. More recently, we talked about a special episode because it was requested. Uh, that was the Sound Sultan episode. He passed away around that time and we did something detailing his music discography. And so we have another special episode. But before we get into all that, yep. my name is Guiga Adeoya. I'm a fine boy. <laughs> and this is... A, okay. This is okay. One of, this is one of the best podcasts in the world. I know I said it was the best last time around, but I just give some people, you know, give them Correct. props. So I You guys say, are doing all right. This is one of the best. Uh, I can't really say top 10 or top 100, but just know what we do right here. It's one of the best things in the world. It's now great, baby. Well. What's up? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing great. You know, I'm always really excited. I always try to look for a way to be excited about anything. Just, you know, try to put myself in a good mood. Sometimes I'm not really, you know, in the best of the best moods. But I feel like you have to be positive. Yeah, most definitely. You have to be positive about whatever it is that you're doing. And I know I'm just saying to whoever is listening right now, if you ever feel down, just try and look for the tiniest thing. To hold on to as a form of positivity. A lot of people say life is hope. Like, you know, being alive is, there's hope for, you know, things to happen. If that works for you, that works for you. If it's about a little thing that you have progressed in, you know, I just know, I don't know why I'm saying that right now. I feel like I'm in the spirit. You get what I'm saying? Mm. You get what I'm saying? But it feels good to be back. I'm always happy when I'm talking sample access topics. I'm talking sample access things. And we're doing something great today. You know what I just noticed right now when you talk about happiness and feeling good? This podcast is like my escape. A lot of times I, I might be feeling some type of way, but when I'm here to record, here to talk about music or trying to research about music that we're talking about here, there's some kind of peace and solace and, you know, uh, escapism. You know, you just find a way to, like, chill. This is my safe place. So, yeah, yeah it, it feels good. And something about motivation as well. No matter how bad things are, if one thing makes you happy, people talk about foiling your, foiling your focus you know, directing your energy to something that is productive or you feel you will get some uh, value. It might be tangible value, money-related. It might be your health. If something makes you happy, if you do something or maybe you're a TikTok influencer or yeah. IG. Do or, your stuff, baby. You know you direct your energy to some kind of creative stuff that brings you, maybe not money for now, but it brings you some good energy. That, that helps your health. So, it's always good when you direct your energy to something that helps you. It doesn't really have to be money, but if one hour of spending time on, on IG Live or TikTok Live or recording a podcast gives you some boost for life, that will help you go ahead for the next day and, you know, go to that job that stresses you, but you have some good energy that will help you go through the day. So, yeah, that's some good motivation for the road yeah yeah good motivation for the road i feel like you know one of those times when you listen to podcasts you listen to podcasts for different reasons but sometimes we could just hit you with something that's good you get what i'm saying like i listened to the drink champs we talked about that last time i re we recorded i watched the interview of the um, drink champs with kanye and he dropped some gems you know maybe not 
maybe it wouldn't hit everybody differently, yeah. but I know it's somewhere or the other. It's just like, oh yeah, you're actually doing something all right. Yeah. You're doing something, you're pushing something. So that's good. And you know the fact that you probably wanted to hear something different being on drink champs you get mm. like you know but then you hear something that motivates you so yeah. that's the idea of every, every single thing you're listening to every single thing you are watching should one way or the other make you feel good and somewhat motivate you maybe not all the time mm. but at least there should be some sort of energy so don't don't invest yourself in things that are drowning you yeah back to sample access main topic or be on your heart is the person we're talking about but before we talk any further uh, i would like for us to play one or two maybe it half a up. tune a or mix, maybe a mix of all our songs. A mix of two, two, something. Not all, of course, not all. But oh, two a mix of, of two one or two songs. Yeah. And not. I'm. I'm going to sneak sneak this in. Then <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to do that. I knew. You know, one problem I have. Maybe I didn't research enough, but her music is not readily available. Yeah, she talked about that in the interview that she did. Let's not get to it. That's right. that's the tea. That's the tea and the ice. So let's play <laughs> two or three snippets from Obi's music. For those who don't know, introduction, she was in the 80s, a Nigerian voice. And there's something about African musician, something something about her being able to connect easily or do do music from, you know, other spaces domesticated in Nigeria. You know, a Nigerian making global music for Nigerians. You know, she was that figure in the 80s. Just a little background. Take a, take a listen to the snippets and we will be back on the podcast.
It's like, it seems like we don't give props to whom props is due. And you said something, which is something I'm really excited about. Apart from the fact that we're going to talk about, you know, samples and all that, we're going to look for a way because we're Nigerians. We want to pay tribute to all of our superstars, uh, the ones that have been superstars, the ones that are currently superstars, yeah. you know, and the ones that would be superstars. So whenever we have the time, we just pick one or two, yeah. you know, and I think I have Venom Mariogi coming up sometime. I can see the new waves at some point. I know the new waves has to be the next in line after I'll be on your heart you know, because so, uh, it's just speak, exciting. Speaking of that, uh, a name came to mind. I think it was just this morning I was walking around and I was thinking of recording Obi on your heart's episode today. Yeah. And a name came to mind of someone who is like the first name when we talk about Northern Nigeria for my generation. Mm. If you watch, if you watch Zaki Azi, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't, you, are we in the watched, same generation? Yes, we are. Are if, you sure? If, if, if you watched AIT a lot and channels AIT, in 2000, that communications. 2001, 1999, you would see a lot of Zaki Azi with a torchlight. So True. he came to mind, and I feel uh, maybe in the. Doesn't Zaki Azi hold on to middle belt more than Northern? I don't even know, but that's the dogmatic or that's the. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the, the line that we know. Idea. That's We grew up knowing Nigeria is made of three tribes. Yeah. Northerners, so, Southerners, and Igbo, and that's what the, what was projected on TV. And, but, but we do the minorities know, were always. We probably don't want to talk about that right now. But let everybody uh, know that Nigeria is not just Igbo Yoruba. But I'm telling you that when you were in it. primary four, yeah, yeah, that's what you your thought. social studies showed you that Hausa Igbo that Yoruba. that was the depiction that was what they depicted on the textbooks on social studies. Yeah, go back. Yeah, true, true. They Look need to educate the, us more. So, so when we grow up with that, now the minorities speak up, the EBBO, the ethic, the NUPE, they speak up, and uh, apparently there are like 250 of us. Yeah, almost 300 plus. Just because they are minorities, they don't get that prop. So, yeah. 
when I say that, it's not my fault. I grew up on that. So Zaki Aze is like the apparently he is probably middle bit like you said now. But who is that figure from the north making music? I, I think I go with you. Like what you said is I accept that. Well, how in, come we can't we can't we can't think of a name or we don't know five names even in this generation? It's quite hard, you know. So there, 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 there is. Well, I know the Arewa thingy, the mm. Yoruba Nollywood, uh, Kaniwood, and Igbo wood, whatever. Oh, really? But we, we, I, I, I would like some cross cultural. <clears throat> I mean, Niger, something exciting, something like fresh. I mean, I've done something like that before. There was a time where they brought like the three major groups together. Like I said, major groups. So don't don't come and beat me or something. You remember Morel, of course. Mm? Morel. Morel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Morel was a mi- was a mixture now, right? Was it M- not? Morel was one person. Again. Was it not like a hybrid sort of? I'm, I'm lost. I'm I feel lost like it was a hybrid sort of. A hybrid meaning like someone like me, Amigo and Yoruba. Oh, I Amigo don't even know. But I know there, there was oh, you a Morel. Did, come on, you knew that now. I knew you, of course. I knew, <laughs> I knew you. I know your story. But um, Morel was in a song, just to snip this in. Yeah. Come, let's live together. Kush. Yeah, that's Kush. That's not Morel. That's Kush. Morel that's T.Y. Bello. That's Bello. No, that's T.Y. Bello. Am I, am Lara I George. Now? Come on, Kobam Sasuko. This is not the episode for that. But come my, on. My point. That's a big song. That- my agenda or my point is right now for this generation and for the 80s, I don't know two Hausa musicians. But we had people like Idris Abdul Karim. No. I don't think that counts. Why? He made music in Lagos. Probably started in. Kami. Oh, you say being from big from the north, make make Joss northern is music. North. Joss is north, right? You know, I can listen to. A what about Mi? No, that's not what I'm saying. Eighties, seventies. You listen to Sadebe Oriental Brothers. Right now, I can go to a, a streaming platform and search for Igbo High Life, and ten names will come up. If I want to find music made by and for Northern Nigeria. In the seventies, what name do you type to Google? Mm. That's my problem. Today, in contemporary Nigerian music, we cannot. I mean, there's classic. Classic is a rapper of northern extraction. But apart from classic, I know Magneto, Abuja boy. Yeah, he snips in Hausa into his music sometimes. But apart from those two, I want to see more. That's just my agenda. Posakot, you know, at the boss slash are here or Malay, uh, Pretty Boy Dio. Lagos is represented. Ibano mm. is represented. Yeah. Uh, Enugu, Fino, Bokano, what's up? Joss. Joss is very well represented. <laughs> yeah, well represented. What about Zanfara? What about Kaduna? Ninja, um, Ninja, Ninja is well represented. Who? Ice Prince, Zamani. It's just it's the same collection. But yeah, I want but yeah, to yeah. see. And not just rap. Joss is a hotbed for rap music. And that's why you see Jags, uh, you know, M.I. Staraba. I like that. But they don't have to come to Lagos, even though they should come to Lagos. Because when they come to Lagos, that cultural essence is diluted a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. want to hear pure Kano-made music on Lagos radio. Maybe not a lot of it, but let's 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 do some cross-cultural. Yeah, yeah, that would be really nice. Let's get back to this, all this beef. whole thing. wasn't necessary, but it was my fault. I, I had <laughs> but to, hey, listen, I, ha- I had to let it out. Listen, I'll be on your heart. Is the artist we're talking about a Nigerian singer-songwriter? Most represented mostly known for the song in 1981 that was released called i want your love now um well yeah i'm sure after you have heard this song you probably if you're the demographic we know we are talking to you probably do not know the song 
but still this is just to bring you uh, in check now during the 80s we had people that were really really good in terms of uh, you know trying to like imitate and sound like those in the 80s now the time obi on your heart came into the industry was a very dicey tough time 70 what not 70 1981 but she must have been trying she was she had been trying since like 79 80 but 81 was the time the record like broke you understand that she was there and she was representing a sort of already dead music culture talking about disco disco was properly pushed aside in 1979 but few groups kept it on and that's where post disco was birthed talking about groups like one group that I really like, Lakeside. Yeah. Talk about the Silvers. Talk about the OJs. Talk about the Manhattans. Mm. Now, those guys, talk about the controllers. Those guys, you see I'm calling groups because groups were the ones that actually made that transition easy. Mm. Maybe the Bee Gees, maybe the Bee Gees. And then, of course, Cool and the Gang. Talk about people like Earth, Wind and Fire. Mm. So you understand that the concept that time was that we had the hottest guys. They were the ones that were actually making music. Mm-hmm. So imitating them would have been a Herculean task. And then Obionyoha comes in. Hmm. Obionyoha remains true to her Nigerian roots. From Oka, uh, she schooled in Enugu, as well as, you know, somewhere else, I think Abia State or Anambra. And of course, uh, she kept on to the style. Even though she went to UK at some point, she came back. And, you know, in 1981, this was a dice. This, like I said, this was a weird time for Nigerian music. Like, there were no videos out. We didn't have lots of record labels. Even though Premier was somewhere, Tambasi was about to get up, jigget, mm-hmm. and do something. I mean, yeah. Obionyoha had two of her albums out before Nigeria could survive. So you understand the idea of how difficult her time was. Before you go on, Obi Onyo has Nigeria will make it came before Nigeria will survive. Yeah. Yes, boss. Technically, Obi Onyo is like a senior sister to Venom. Music industry wise, yes. Oh wow! So she had the title. I don't know if you know the title. Af- Queen of African something. Yeah, Queen of is is it Atrodo Atrodo Atrado. Atrado, because he seemed like I think this Just was so the idea. Don't stress, Queen of Atarodo rhythm. <laughs> Yeah, That's it's not Atarodo, but yeah, I was going to say, I said Atarodo. But that Atrodo. will help you remember Atarodo. Queen of Atarodo music, Queen Atarodo. No, Atarodo rhythm, not music. Queen of Atarodo rhythms. <laughs> Atarodo rhythms. Yeah, he said it, <laughs> not me. But still, the reason why they gave her this was because she sounded like, she sounded Nigerian enough, but you knew at the time the she was doing American music. American music. So, and she did it so well. Yeah. And first of all, one of the things I need to say, big ups to her, she's amazing, trust me. She's an anthropologist, PhD in fact. Wow. She's a researcher. She's amazing. She's she's great. She came in at a time that was really bad for music. What I mean bad in comparison to what we have now. In you terms when of when you say bad. In comparison to the structure we have now. Okay. I mean there's less like we can actually beat our chest right now and say we have not the best of the best structure. Maybe even though we are growing horizontally. Yeah. That I can't explain right now, but yeah. some other time. We are growing horizontally, but still there is something to grow with. Yeah, but then, but then, it, it was, was just really it was push and start. Yeah, if you made it, you made it. That's why I give big now big ups. I'm just going to say this side note: big ups to all the Fuji artists that did it and I the Juju guys are still doing it. Yo, I don't even know what to say. Before you go on, you talked about it being hard for them at the time. Yeah, I watched clips of Venom Mariogi on the Bala Miller show. That's NTA with a David Letterman format. Yeah. But I wish, and this is not a, sh- a shade to them. Yeah. That was Nigeria being Nigeria. Yeah. So if 
Hmm. How do I say this? Long and short of my thoughts is that Bala Miller should have been up there right now. If I go to YouTube and I want to check yeah. the biggest interviews in the 80s, I should be able to say, oh, I watched David Letterman to see when Majek Fasek made his debut on American TV networks. And I could have said, on a Nigerian TV network in 1985, a certain artist at some point was on Bala Muhammad because it is such a big deal now and he probably still hosts the show or the show has been transferred to a Teju Baby phase. But I'm talking about a big deal TV network, stuff like that. We interviewed my claim and he talked about the fact that he might be pivoting to music because making movie scores wasn't really hitting it. So Nollywood came all the way from that era, struggling with cameras, struggling with sound. And right now, we're only building structures in 2010s and 2020s. We should have built these things. Oil boom was there, but politically, we, we were not building stuff. So it goes back to the system. That's why the record labels that came at the time, I don't know the details. Venom Ariogue should be counting. I don't know why she left music. She should be counting 10, 15 albums. Oh, well, we're going to get to that. Obi on your heart should be counting videos. I mean, we watched, uh, we were listening to Enjoy Your Life, Nene Ye, what other song? Uh, um, I feel, I, I feel, want your love. I want your love. We should be watching videos of, you know, throwing back to what the love story was at the time. I mean, Onyenka Wenu was able to shoot some videos, Yogogo, not just some, a lot of videos, maybe because she was in a different space, but we might touch on some of the record level issues and why some of them left music early. But um, I just had to speak that to talk about, you know, how things were. So when we talk about... Apparently, there, there are so many OGs, men and women, who for some reason don't have enough catalogue. Their music is not all that accessible. We don't have so many videos. Of course, we have the new waves who came in the 90s. I think it was getting better. Uh, uh, Orit Wiliki. Yeah. Early 90s, late 80s. Uh... Some of these OGs were able to shoot videos and we have something to, to, to fall back on. So back to Obi Onyoha. 1980 is where we start the story. Yeah. And then the first album, LP, drops. Yeah, the first album dropped. The LP, uh, I Want to Feel Your Love. Ooh, yeah, that's the name of the song. I Want Love. love. So that was a good, that was that was a solid album. And then, you know, she she... One thing about those guys... I know I've talked about this a lot, but the pop scene, there was no scene. Technically. There was no scene technically. Let's set so, the stage. What was happening in the 80s? All right. So in the 80s, music like, was... Like, this is 1980. 1980. This was... Music was big. Music was big everywhere. Music was sad for them. No, no, no. Genre. Music was big everywhere in the world. Okay. I was going somewhere. Music was big everywhere in the world. There was structure. Even in the UK, they had massive structure set up. I mean, we had people like RCA. They had moved. Uh, we had people like Premier Music had moved. We had people like Sony up and down. Decca. Decca Records. But then in Nigeria, there was no actual face for music. When I mean actual face for music, there was music. There was High Life. There was Juju. There was Fuji sort of somewhere, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. cooking up. Because you had people like, you know, SAB. And you had people like Quam. You had people like other artists that were doing something related. We had people like, you Juju know, Sonny. Really Sonny Adeya. Juju was really popping. So all those guys had a face. But there was always, behind all of this madness... There was always a face for trending music mm. that Nigeria never had. In fact, we didn't have for so long, only till like up until recently, we started wow. to say, okay, Afrobeat. 
there was never like we our thing that was trending trending that this is from like Nigeria. this is our thing but but, but but king sonia day was named king of world beats he made world music or maybe his music was starting to be named by the westerners as world music yeah he was making juju so juju was there fuji was there later juju and fuji would find a collab in afro juju and then you started to see definition. So yeah. I think there was some kind of definition. Yeah, but you you do but it wasn't you understand official. what I was saying. Yeah. Like I mean, like anybody that you think about are listening to songs in the eighties, pop music. High life, I forgot high life. Pop music. Yeah, I spoke about high life already. Pop music, jiving music. You'd really share a Nigerian's name. Nigerians then were consuming Michael Jackson, yeah. Five Star, um, Aura, Cool and the Gang. I don't even want to call the it was so bad here. I'm saying this because my father was very active in that time. It was so bad here that they knew underground artists in the UK and in the US. You understand? They knew the underground artists in the UK and the US, but... Okay, we knew the underground artists, artists popping there. Yeah, in the, the, I, the, I don't mean the big guys, the underground artists. I mean, here's what you can tell imperialism and capitalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the big labels, if RCA wants to push music across the world, it's going to get here. Yeah. So, like, you could tell, like, oh, I mean, the people knew Dynasty. Dynasty was the last on the line for Solar Records. Let me tell you, I'm going to try and use this and as an example. tapes got here. Yeah, I'm going to try and use this as an example. We had, in Solar Records, we had the Whispers. Obviously, the big guns. Right? I mean, that's a no-brainer. They were coming from Sony. EMI, I mean, the, the big guys in um, Sony Records. So they came to Solar Records. So, of course, they were the big guys. Then after that, they had Shalama. Shalama was hot everywhere. Full on fire. Friends. You know, they were the popping guys. Then they had Midnight Stars. Midnight Star had songs like Cruising. Songs like, you know, Wet My Whistle. Songs like um, Tonight. They were up there. And then there was one underground group. Dynasty. But guess what? Majority of Nigerians that lived that time knew who Dynasty were. They knew this, the music. So that's how much they were consuming those guys' music. I mean, you have people like Aura, people like Oli and Jerry that made what? One half album. But we, oh yeah, let's call the Nigerian artists. It becomes a hard thing. Hmm. But then when we tilted down towards like the uh, like late 80s, you had people like Alex Zito, Alex O. Onyekawenu, Theodore Ifudu. Now, all those people were around, but they were scatty. They were not, they're supposed to be pop stars. Yeah. But it felt like a job than major. being a pop star. I wonder if they were really, really performing. The Juju people yeah, were performing. Of course they Fuji were. They needed money. I, I, How would this... These guys were the old tier of the time. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. So, talking about like, I'll be on your hand now. She didn't get the recognition she deserved because she did what nobody at that time yeah. had really tried to do. Now, big ups to every other person. Chrissy Sendigokwe, Evietna Ogoli, which is like a big pop star to me. Chrissy was like the, the mama, the, the mama. Leader, you understand? The I had, of, of course, you also had Theodore Ifudu as well. Yeah. She was doing very well. So these guys, they knew their music thing. They were great. I mean, like, awesome. Because they knew their art. Mm. But nobody was trying to imitate and imitate correctly. Yeah. And that's what Obi On Your Heart did. Beno Mayoge tried. Yeah. Like Groove Me was a nice song. Yo, I love Nigeria Go Survive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a good song. Let's talk about labels a little bit. Time Communications Limited is in this picture. Yeah. Uh Sonia she was Lade. their first she was their first signing. Then Sonia Lade, which we all know as Sonia Day. Sonia Day's label. Did one After or two things. Yeah, that's the break it album, the second album that she was released. Now, one of the reasons why um I think Sonia Lade picked up um um Obi on your heart was because there was already a problem. So this is confirmed. 
uh, this is not confirmed, but that's sh- they pushed the record. Okay. So we can as well say they were in charge of they the record. They pushed break it. Yeah, because time communication pushed I Want to Feel Your Love. Okay. And I Want to Feel Your Love was big. I Want to Feel Your Love was so big, it transcended Nigeria. the Nigerian borders. So people loved it. So like you said, you said something you said something before we started the you know, we're just talking randomly like we normally do before we start recording. And you were saying Obi Oya should have been so big. For real. Yo, Temps got RCA. If Obi got any of those deals. Yeah, maybe if maybe she got just Deca. any of those Deca it would have been massive. And market her everywhere. She could connect to anybody. Yeah. Collabs with um think, when you think who about were the it, guys popping doing duets at the time. You Barry White. Teddy Billy Pendergrass. Ocean, Teddy Pendergrass. Um, the Whispers. I mean, the Whispers. I'm even trying to think. JJ, JJ Thompson. Yeah. Um, These guys. Total contrast. If I'm, she was able to connect yeah. to that pack, yo, that's it. It would have been... I mean, like... Because she, she fits perfectly. She had... She... Like, you know what? I was thinking about this when I was listening. And people are going to say I'm going crazy about it. Yes, I'm very emotional because this is like... I am emotional. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is like my vibe. You get... I was thinking about when I was listening to Obiyo's album because I, I, I like I, I got access to the album, so I was listening to it, and I'm like something just shook my mind, and I just thought about it for a second. I'm like, these guys that we have now are trying to do global music. Yeah, Obiyo actually did global music in 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 1980. Yeah, like she legit did global music. What does that say about uh, wrap up your point? Sorry. Yeah, so she did global music, and that kind of like, so you you. you if you don't know so much about the culture, you think, oh, the whiskey started. Fela was already down from 78. Fela was already a big pop star. But you know, there were actually a lot of people that pioneered these things. Like, you can't just say, oh, we are, we got here because... Now, sometimes when I see some of us, and I'm including myself, youngins, come out and say, um, uh, the big ways, the David, they did it all on their own, no help. I'm like, stop spewing trash. I'm sorry. I have to say this. Anybody can come at me, I'm fine. Stop spinning trash. There are a lot of people that have actually been Bills, up there. They have been, I mean, bricks. In 1984, Obeyo has record was sold for $1,700 in an auction. Yeah. That's big money. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's big. That's not, that's not, that's not a small, that's small, that's not smalls. So these guys, they literally worked for, you people that are getting royalties now, you people that can get things, they worked so you guys could run. So it's always very, very, and it's sort of, it's so sad. I feel like these guys just feel disrespected. It's easy to say. Yeah. And, and these are good times. Yo, I was saying, I mean, off of music, I'm not sure. Of course, this is the easiest time in in a Nigerian's life to make a millionaire. Yeah. You can legit plan that this month, I want to make 100K. 10 months, I want to make 1 million. If you do five jobs, it's very likely that you can take in a month. If if you if you are lucky and you do two, three jobs that are solid. Thirty K thirty K per job. Okay, let's say thirty K per job. If you are a graphic four designer jobs, or whatever. Jobs, four jobs per I month. Mean, you like, know you can make one twenty. In the space of twelve months, you make you make a yeah, million. You know you can make one it's not it's not again, it's not as easy as we say oh, it. Obviously, you but there is a pathway. Give. Yeah. But in the nineteen in nineteen ninety, I don't think you could say that. I mean like there was nothing. I don't think you can say I, I don't belong to a company. I don't work for someone. Yeah. But I want to go to YouTube and learn something and make a million. You I don't what? think you could do that. You so, know what? So it's pretty easy. If yeah. you have a laptop and a mic right now, you can start a podcast. If you, What am I saying? With your phone, you can start a podcast and make money. Yeah. Depending, again, I make it sound so easy. It's not easy. 
But uh, I said it's possible. Uh, uh, then it was a longer shot. We don't make money from this podcast, yes, for many reasons. Not we, we, have, <laughs> we have not really set no out time, to make no time money. to discuss. But you can buy a laptop today if you have two hundred k. Buy a laptop, buy a mic, make music now, like today, and mix it tomorrow morning. Drop it on a streaming platform, and at least twelve people, your friends, twelve of them will listen. If you trouble them again the following day. They will share with their friends on WhatsApp. Yeah. And you might get 1,000 plays. Yeah. I'm saying that to say that you can't do that in 1980. No, you needed a recorder. S- you had to sell pure records. You would go and find you to a, someone who had a studio. You have to wax records. Yeah, so so times have changed. Yeah. Let's push it forward now. My favorite song of hers, because I want to link this up to the people who are who played Long Game. Yeah. So, Enjoy Your Life, I didn't hear that early, but I heard Nene And when I heard Nene I connected immediately. Because like such a beautiful song. It's Nollywoodish. Yeah. And is I like local stuff. And I was able to vibe with it. I don't know a word in Igbo. <laughs> yeah. But like, that was so like I can relate to that. I love that. Y'all can go and check out the song. Can we say that the reason why she didn't continue to do or maybe she didn't make as much as she could have made is because the sound wasn't for Nigeria. I mean, look at Sonia Day, which is why I want to say this and put it out there. Someone has to interview Sonia Day. When I say interview, we need two hours. Two hours is small. Three hours. Nah, two hours of a million dollars worth of game. Like, yeah. he had an issue with the label. There was a court case. I think he won or he lost. I don't know the details. She started Sonia Lade. And from 1960, whatever... His playing shows in 2021. He's making royalties. He's making money. So what? What, what was the? What's I the just? I just said. You know, I just remember the song. Are you Tutu? Are you Tutu? You don't know that song. I can't remember, but I might just if you sing for that. I'm, I, I remember. We want to know what's the 40, 60 year game. Sonny Aden needs to talk to a lot of us. Yeah. We want to know. So. Was it because he played local music? Was it because he could dance? Was it because he was a star boy on stage? What's the game? So someone has to do it, or we just might do it. Um, yeah, back to Obi Onyoa. Could it be that she made American music that Nigerians couldn't connect to? And this relates back to Alexo, Alexito. Yeah, but let, me, let me just quickly say something about what. Um, let me not say it like that. They didn't. They were not here f- they for di- too long. They didn't play the music game for a long, a long time. time. Yeah, okay. The song I was trying to sing to you, Aye Tutu, Aye Tutu, Aye Maliu. That's 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 Obey. Yeah, but Kilatima Shaye, you see, oh. But I think KSA did his own version. Yeah, he may have done something. He did his own version. I remember. Such a popular thing. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I just, just came to my head. So yeah. But but you can tell that the people who are here, K One, the ultimate, Pasuma Wonder. Oh, the Fuji, the Fuji team. Uh, I saw Obe. the I saw the stuff he tagged me on consolidation. Yeah, so amazing stuff. So I think because you can play shows every weekend. Yeah, at Yoruba events at local events. Well, that might keep you up. That's and running. Uh, but that's it's so hard because if you check the guys that started like them, I mean, um, um, Baba Kwam has been around since seventy eight, seventy nine. I mean, actively making music, and this is like thirty plus years into the future, and he's still getting shows. Probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest. I have Pasuma one that started in nineteen ninety three. Or maybe the early nineties, maybe as early as nineteen ninety one, mm. and that's like almost thirty years, almost almost thirty years. Mm. You understand? And he's still a youngin, and he, some people still, you know, try like to talk about one or two things about him, but he still shuts down. I mean, I saw somewhere that he has a lineup for next year in US, and that's big ups to him. Yeah. 
he's going to New York, going to New Orleans. You know, he has a line of a proper like the way we have for our own artists, like we call the whiskeys and like he has a proper lineup. And these are not just parties, you know, no. Yeah. These are setups yeah. that people will go to just to spray money. But back to Obi on your heart. They Obi on your heart left music. Um, this is not confirmed, but it was said because there were disputes. I mean, she had even from the first two albums, she already had issues with and there was label, a distance labels. between the first and second album. Eighty-one yeah, to eighty-seven. Yeah, it's eighty-one to yeah, 84. eighty-four. In fact, three years. Okay, it's was... just that the eighty-four album spewed all the way to eighty-seven. Okay. So there was still like break. It was redone again in eighty-six. Okay. You know, so like she had, she had like she was there. She was available all the time, but still there was still a problem of, you know, disputes, record label issues, not enough money. And then she had and she had something to fall back on. Hmm. She's learned. Yeah. She's like she's a learned so person. She, she just switched back. Yeah, to she's work. learned. So she she knows this thing. She's actually very educated. I mean, she's still an educator. Six years ago she was invited on Arise News to explain the Igbo calendar. Yeah. So you see, that's like a big deal. She's not just a she's a researcher. Yeah. She has a PhD. You understand? So she's a big woman. She before then, even before she had a PhD. She had a background that was solid. I mean, it's like a couple of people. Like, look at, for example, I think we have an example right now in um, Neto C. Yeah. Neto C did wonderfully well with music. The MC with an MSC. But at some point, it's like, at some point, like, I have an MSC in gas and oil. You understand? I have, mm. I, I have like, what, sort of like an MBA or sort of something. He has worked from in Dundee. medicine. He has worked, in, he has worked everywhere. Yeah. So it's like, look at another person. Illness. And, and he bowed out respectfully. He yeah. said he said he makes music for himself. So no pressure. I make my music, but I make my money from other things. So it's fine to bow out, you know, at some point. Uh, I was going to mention something. So for for people who want to check out who want to check out the music of Obi Onyoha, uh we mentioned a few songs right now. She did just two albums? Yeah, no, she has a third album. She had a third album in 2015. Wow, called Heritage. She had a couple of songs of that, but mostly they had the. She was. She's more. She has metamorphosed. We have to say that. Yeah, first of all. that's like Monafini, by the way. Yeah, like Mona, we have to do Monafini. So, see, you know what? I found out something about Monafini, and I love that song. Yeah, so like. Rigoto, I love that song. So that's a beautiful song. When I morphed into gospel music, yeah. she, I think Oyeka Wenu does still does gospel music. Yeah. So, uh, I think the same thing also with Obi Oyonha. So there's a couple of gospel songs in there. So there's a difference in terms yeah. of approach, but you can still feel the pop and the vibey woman that we got in the eighties. Obi Oyonha, 1981. The album was titled "I Want to Feel Your Love," and the lead track. That's the same track. I want to feel your love. That one had "Enjoy Your Life," which I really love. I think that's one of the best songs of the album. Even though people might argue with me. What was the NAA? NAA was in that same album. What other was songs? the last song of the album? Oh, what other songs can we remember? Yeah, like six. It was a six or seven track album. Those are the three I can remember. Yeah, right those, top are, of my head. those were like major, major songs. And then in 1984, like you said, break the it. second album "Break It" came out. Yeah, "Break It" was the lead song. Break That's it party, was the main party, song. party. Yeah. You know, I, I was listening to it just a while ago. Party, break it. That's like a dance song. Yeah, it is. What song? It's actually a dance song. Um, I need to have to. I have to pull that up. So yeah, 2015 there was another album. I'm sure these things are available 
on a few yeah a good number of streaming yeah she's on youtube you can actually just follow up on youtube yeah she has a good same. number of streaming platforms um before we wrap this up uh who yeah are, i think i remember okay now nigeria's gonna make it yeah was from that break it album there was slowed down there was why is it lagbo now that you lagbo? say nigeria is gonna make it it was on the 1984 album mm. who came first nigeria so go survive by veno or Nigeria is gonna make it by Obi. I think Nigeria will survive came first. Yeah, the Andrew came Andrew first. was 1983. Andrew, no check out. Oh. Yeah. And la 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 la. I don't know why you like that song, but still. I love it. It's it's such a like look at the the the, the beats. That's disco, right? Yeah. Yeah, solid. What genres did, did she do? She did traditional pop. She did pop. She pop, did dance. traditional dance music and disco. Post disco. Yeah, good stuff. She worked with some people, including uh, Lemmy Jackson. Yeah, Lemmy Jackson was the person she worked with the most. And of course, she worked with, um, you know, the Sonia Lade record label, too, as well. Uh, Lemmy Jackson did an album in 1981 that didn't, you know, sell so well. Lenny Jackson did an album in 1981 that didn't actually sell so well, so I don't want to talk about him like that. Yeah. But also, I'll be on your heart. She, that was, those were the people that she was most uh, mostly associated with, mm. you know, so... It, there are no no other record labels that were actually that like, she did a lot with, you know, and of course like people still people still listen to her songs even till like two thousand and nineteen two thousand and nineteen people are still calling her in to you know talk about yeah. her music and yeah. things what she currently doing at the moment you know and there's this um, confusion and I'm not sure exactly what it is people say I know um, Break It was released in nineteen eighty four even says that on her uh what's the name her uh, website she actually has a website yeah active yeah so like and that's that's something that you have to you have to look up to that say okay yeah this person actually knows what they're doing so uh she 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 hasn't stopped that's one thing we know she hasn't stopped she's still out here making music and I, i'm sure she's going to probably release something new very yeah, soon just, just for the streets or just for like y'all y'all take care with this uh we don't have anyone who may have sampled. We don't know anyone. So. We don't know anyone at the moment, mm. though, but we would... There's a possibility. If there's a possibility, because her I mean, is all beyond your heart. She's... I don't like to call her a forgotten treasure. I think she's somebody we don't talk about enough. Mm. She's not forgotten. Yeah. Somebody we don't talk about enough. I don't know if national honors... No. Nah, there's no national honors that I know of. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, what about Venom? Can we quickly check that? Fernando Mario didn't get national honors too. They're okay. Yeah. That that doesn't sound good, but in any case, uh, this has been a good episode. It's a special episode, uh, Sample Access Podcast, episode 47. Uh, yeah, thank you for vibing with us. Today. Yeah, it's been awesome. I'm really excited that we did this. I thank can't wait for the next to one. The end. And yeah, episode 50 will feature special songs. Look forward to that. My name is Buega Adelia. Find Buega underscore Adelia on Twitter. And follow Sample Access Port as well on Twitter. Please share this podcast with your friends, uh, music lovers or not. Share it widely so more people can find this. Nelson. All right. So, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at NWAENIE capital N. And, of course, on Instagram at NWAENIE dot N-E-L-S-O-N. It's been bright. It's been vibey. It's been cool. The energy has been awesome. Big shout out to everyone of you that listens. Share with your friends, like Wega said. Sample Access episode 47. We out!
the sample axis. Administered by Boyga Nelson. Yeah, let me try that. You're listening to the Sample Axis podcast.